Hey, Mr. Anderson, welcome back for episode number, gosh, what are we on right now, 26? Season 2, episode 27. Oh, man, he, he's the numbers guy. You know, as an English teacher, I've never been that great right. with numbers. Right. Um, numbers guy. Not the logistics man. <laughs> guy that took Algebra 2 twice. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, greatest moment of my life, already off track, but greatest moment of my life, okay, birth of my child, maybe, maybe my wedding, but definitely the last time I walked out of a math class in college. I had that B+, plus, and I knew that I'd never have to me. take another math class in my life. <laughs> anyway, welcome to this is Ranger C Country, plus, friends. Freshman math at, uh, at Central Michigan, same feeling. I was like, I'm done. Early morning short episode today, yes. and we're already a little bit punchy because it's the day before the holiday break, and... Uh, had a lot of things going on the last few weeks, so here we are. Mr. Anderson, what are we doing today? Well, shout out to all the road warriors that are hopefully listening in. If you're on a road trip to uh, Cincinnati or to Wabasha, Wisconsin, or you're heading to Florida, we hope you tune in and enjoy. We're going to be talking about uh, a hometown hero today, do some shout outs, community news, um, talk a little bit about being thankful. And uh, John, I want to tell you, I'm thankful for you, man. Uh, thankful for you and, and getting this uh, this podcast started. It's been a great run. We, we've now been doing this for how long? Uh, well over, over seven or eight months. Yeah. Or I, close to a year. We might be almost at the one year mark. I, I we're, we're coming up on a year and uh, I'm thankful for our incredible co-workers, my family, and of course this community. And if you're listening in, um, you are either a, a community community current community member you are an alumni living abroad or somewhere warm and uh, listening in to get a little taste of what's going on in ranger country but really appreciative of of all of my friends and of course my my uh, my partner here in crime uh, mr john fisher so thank you to you and uh, all-time listeners right now, all-time downloads, we're at 42, over 4,200 downloads. This is true. Which is incredible. We had 24 downloads today alone. It's only eight, 10 after 8, and we already have 24 downloads today. Last month, over 400 downloads. So we appreciate you all who have tuned in and kind of made, made us a part of your weekly um, drive or morning cup of coffee, what, what have you. We really appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, uh, just a shout out to you guys out in Ranger Country. Like like Brad said, we're very thankful. We're thankful for our listeners. Uh, we're not obsessed with our analytics or anything like that, but we do check on it. Um, and it is really cool to see those numbers go up. It's interesting to see that you know we have a couple of hundred people that listen to us on a weekly basis. So that's yeah. you know it's not a huge number, but we're not looking to uh, you know uh, go nationwide here. We're just trying to reach our own community and be the change that we want to see in the world absolutely so. bring some positivity to uh an otherwise uh you know a little tumultuous world right now you know interesting story john so i was going to bed last night and i thought man what you know kind of going through this uh this podcast script and something that came up to me in my mind and it really didn't have much to do about the podcast is 55 years ago in 1966 my father on thanksgiving morning i don't want to be dark here but was shot in the face on Thanksgiving morning in 1966. I don't want to be dark, but my dad got shot in the face is an interesting so paradox. This is a, this is, I don't know if many of you know this, but big Dan Anderson is without a doubt. And I'm not saying this just because he's my dad, but he is, he's the toughest man alive. He's been shot, stabbed, broke his back, uh, wrestling a horse orphaned at the age of 13 on Christmas Eve. And as the story goes, and I won't go into a great amount of detail, but on Thanksgiving morning, he went hunting with his brother, John, his cousin Dean and a friend and they were in a warming cabin after a morning hunt um, out out in the wilds of Lenaway County and the friend pointed the weapon at my dad 
and they were they're horsing around as 15 year olds might do and he thought the gun was unloaded and pointed the the gun at my dad's face and said hey watch me blow dan's head off and pulled the trigger oh my gosh and knocked him right out of the chair as you can imagine hit him right in the corner of his left eye anyhow it was a about a 40 minute drive to the hospital on thanksgiving morning and you know they get to the hospital my dad or my uncle my cousin second cousin uncle dean and the friend they run into the hospital and the hospital staff thought they were joking because it's 15 year olds it's thanksgiving morning they run reduced staff they run in saying hey he's been shot he's been shot and they think he's joking and they 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 had forgot my dad in the truck and so they, they, they turn around and they go out to get him and my dad just remembers my uncle coming out of the parking lot and saying oh he's dead he's dead and that's when a hand came up from the from the cab of the truck and this bloody hand and said, you know looked out and said like hell I am and big dan under his own uh under his own power and you know obviously with a little help from his brother got got into the hospital he survived um he survived the shot i think and don't and correct me if i'm wrong dad he was he was at one point needed to be revived um so lucky i'm lucky to be here and thankfully he was able to to survive this but 55 years ago, and I've heard this story many a time on Thanksgiving, but uh, he survived. He still has the 22 caliber bullet in his brain. That is such a crazy story, Brad. And I I, I have obviously heard it before, but uh, the legend of Big Dan never stops growing. I, I really feel like uh, we're lucky to have somebody at, with like as large of a, a story and his personality in our community. There really ought to be a docudrama done on the life of Dan. Like- I tell you, you know, that for those of you that don't know and you just see him walking around, he'll look at you. And I didn't notice it growing up, but other my friends would, and they'd be like, hey, is he looking at me or is he looking past me? Because he has no depth perception. Right. In his left eye, he's completely blind in his left eye. Which, frankly, and, worked out really felt well for me and some carries during the football game. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and spots. <laughs> and uh, But anyhow, long story short, he ended up, he was a basketball player, he was a baseball player, um, and he changed over to wrestling. And uh, because wrestling, you know, hand-to-hand combat, he right. could just grab the person and, and wrestle him. And he became a D-end and uh, got a scholarship to uh, Fair State University. And here I am, the wrestling coach. So it, it, it's funny how things mention. And, and it was a time of Vietnam when, uh, you know, he, he would have been a guy, a candidate that would have went to Vietnam, but instead didn't because he had been blinded. Anyhow, uh, moving on, Thanksgiving morning, 1966, 55 years ago. Very thankful that my dad is, is here and. Uh, is as tough as he is and uh, hopefully half as tough as he is Um, community news Sunday November 28th Cascade Christmas tree lighting ceremony come check that out they'll have Santa and uh, Mrs. Claus there and then tinsel trolley and treats on Friday December 3rd you have not been to that I have no that's the one I think that's the one where they uh, the local eateries down there like gravel bottom and stuff they have trolleys set up and photo booths and that sort of stuff fantastic I highly recommend it and I know Julie is in sixth grade now she is and I think that's right on the cusp of it you know aging age limiting out maybe with some of that stuff that kind of stuff yes but at the same time if it's an opportunity outdoors to get together with her friends right now especially um not to get it too far into it but my daughter is quarantined right now unfortunately she picked up the bug from some friends that picked it up from school so uh she'll be looking very much forward to getting out and about outdoors and open air once she has made it through the quarantine period yeah and i mean it's not it's it's not too terribly 
kid-centric. I mean, it is, but there's 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 donuts and cider, and there's different activities, and so it's it's mainly about walking around downtown Ada, getting out, going to the local businesses, like you said, walking yep. around with your friends. I have an unusual, vivid memory of that. I was sitting at Gravel Bottom, of course, with some friends, and my daughter and her friend Perrin and her friend their friend Lexi, they were all just sitting on the ground there around a fire pit at Gravel Bottom because Matt had brought out some fire pits, and there was this big Christmas tree about, I'd say, six and a half feet behind them. And it was about a six and a half foot Christmas tree. And I know that because it toppled over in a strong wind. Get out of here. And it smashed down right behind them. They didn't even notice. They were so fixated <laughs> on their, their laughter and their conversation. Oh, my gosh. Meanwhile, all the, all the adults in the room were like, <gasps> and it was fine. It was completely fine. And they survived. Wow. They, they survived the great tree fall of the like great. 2016 or 17 or something. Yeah, it, they've been doing this for a few years now. So, you know, I, I would recommend to young parents, go check it out. Here's what I would. If you're going down there, it's dark. And luckily this year, and hopefully this year won't be too snowy, but keep your kids at arm's length. Because it, it is dark and it is a little chaotic. There's a lot of people walking around and um, it, just for if only for your sanity. You know, you don't it, there's a lot going on. So keep them close. Maybe on a scale of one to Forest Hills Foods uh, parking lot. How dangerous is it? Because that place is like a death trap. Every time I go there, I'm almost <laughs> run over. I don't go there anymore. It's out of my wheelhouse. And Anybody listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's yeah. been somebody in like a Suburban that's nearly crushed the life out of you in that parking lot for no good reason. Yeah. Yeah. That, and every time you go by Forest Hills Foods, it's always packed. It's always packed. Um, the next day, Santa Parade, December 4th followed by the Ada Chili and Beer Festival, which both start at 11 a.m. And we, we've got some really, really awesome news. Thank we you do. to a friend of ours and fellow Gridiron Growler player, Adam Scripps, who contacted us and then nominated us for... Well, you may recall from our last episode that uh, Brad and I had, you know, noted lobbied. that it would be kind of cool. Maybe we lobbied a little <laughs> bit, possibly. Uh, you know, I was trying to be humble. But, yeah, we, we were interested in being judges for the Ada Chili and Beer uh, Festival. And lo and behold, one of your friends, one of our mutual friends, uh, put us down as a recommendation. And we were contacted last night at like 10 o'clock at night yes. saying that they would like us to be the judges. So we're pretty we're pretty pumped about that. I was yeah. very excited. Edward uh, Kuo, uh, excuse the uh, pronunciation. I haven't met him face to face yet. But Edward um, contacted us from EGR mm-hmm. and said, hey, you're in. You're, you're judges. So uh, we will... John, get your sash ready. I was going to say, Brad, I don't know if you remember, but I think we promised like top hats and, and coats with tails and <laughs> yeah, sashes. Correction. You promised top hats and coats <laughs> and tails. I'm going to need to I, find a costume I, shop. I think what we do is I think we wear um, like uh, Christmas sweaters, like ugly Christmas sweaters. Oh, that, would, that be would be fun. That could be fun. Right. We, so we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll coordinate. And, uh, and top Thank hats. you, Adam, for the nomination. Thank you, Edward, for contacting us. To all, we look forward to seeing you at the Ada... Uh, Chili and Beer Festival. That's on December fourth. It's on a Saturday. Um, that that one, you know, you can bring the kids and and, and obviously, you know, just you got to know it's it's a, you're in a tent. There's a, there's a lot of chili. There's a lot of beer. There's a like an eighties and seventies, eighties and nineties kind of music band. And uh, it's it's more for adult fun. But the kiddos, there's there's fires and there's uh, soda. You know, there's root beer. So yeah. you, you can bring the kids and they can definitely come up there have definitely been years there where my buddy andy and i went and it was so packed now this was yes this was prior to the whole 2019 debacle but it was so packed that you could barely squeeze through because there were so many people because who doesn't love chili and oh, it's beer awesome. it's one of my favorite days of the year but at the same time 
like you said, small children, they're not that interested in it. It's not easy for them to get around. Mm -hmm. It's hard to keep track of them. If you can, uh, I don't know, park them outside, maybe tie them to a tree like a dog, <laughs> you know, put them, leash train them, you know, uh, leave some water, crack the window. I don't know. No, uh, or, or contact grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And have have an activity plan. Not that it's not family friendly. It no, definitely it, it's is. It's incredibly family friendly. It's just Don't it, let that hold you back. We're, we're veterans. We can definitely tell you what not to do because we've had our kids up there and uh, you know, yeah. So we we look forward to it. I'm really pumped, John. I will close the place down this year as as I, feel I do like each that's year. Our responsibility, only this year, Brad. only this year it'll be in an official capacity. That's so, right. Uh, thanks again to to Adam and Edward. Looking forward to that. Uh, Goldfish Swim School is looking for employees this winter. Flexible hours, fun coworkers, great local company. Contact Sarah Alberts if you are interested. And I know that I announced that to all of my AP World History kids. And if you have a son or a daughter out there that's looking for a job, go to contact Sarah. It's a great place to work. It's right there off of Thorn Hills across from the uh, uh, D&W Plaza. Uh, at Pine Ridge, Donna Washington, storyteller and author, is uh, going to be a part of a student experience at Pine Ridge. Uh, she captivated Pine Ridge through Zoom as she provided a storytelling experience for all Pine Ridge students. Students thoroughly enjoyed her performances and Donna was allowed, uh, has allowed uh, Pine Ridge community to the opportunity to experience and view her presentations. You may access both of her presentations using the links uh, below if you're a Pine Ridge um, uh, newsletter person that gets the newsletter you'll be able to to, to access those links. And Donna I think Washington's that's the official links. term for it, yeah. Yeah, that's a, the official Newsletter term. getter. Newsletter person getter. Um, the next PTO uh, Pine Ridge PTO meeting will be held Tuesday, December 7th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Fine Arts Center. Uh, please save the date, and uh, this is your time to help and come up with great ideas on how to support Pine Ridge students. So a lot going on at Pine Ridge. Um, John, turning now to winter sports, hockey's 1-1 one one over the weekend Excellent. at Traverse City. So they're off to a good start, and uh, they've got a good mix of freshmen. They've got uh, so Eli Lipke, uh, freshman uh, soccer uh, star uh, is also uh, on the on the hockey team, and uh, uh, it's led by the likes of Lucas Jeffries, the Smith brothers. Um, it, we've got a good crew this year, and it seems to be a good mix of guys that you know, came out of the club, uh, came off of the club teams in the in the fall league season, and are now uh, lending their talents to the the school team, which I think is awesome. Uh, we have such a strong following here at FHC with hockey, and those Friday night hockey games can be can be a real uh, real fun event for the kiddos. True. Um, Brad, I don't want to bring too much tension into the atmosphere here, but I know that uh, at this point we don't have anybody who has won a state championship, I don't think, for this school year. And so yeah, no pressure. I just, I just got to throw it out there to our lacrosse team coming up in, I think, the spring and our – you know, our winter athletes, you know, that green flag's been flying out there for a long time. We really need somebody to go out there and, yeah, and kick a some tail. Avery Letourneau saved us last year. Avery Letourneau was a state champion swimmer, and so the flag flies over. And the tradition is is that if, as long as we have a defending state champion, the flag will fly. Um, so we have a defending state champion, but if the winter and spring season passes, and we don't have a state championship, the flag will come down for the first time since 2004. That's a long, so long time that been, it's been up there. So, you know, we have we have wrestling, we have hockey, uh, we have we have boys swim and dive. Uh, uh, Cole Heisong, I think, is a real strong candidate. Uh, he was all state last year. He was. So, he was really and good. he was ranked as high as, I think, one or two going into the uh, into the state finals. So he'll be a great candidate for um, – 
for state championship uh, hardware. So, but yeah, pressure's on. The pressure um, is truly on. Come so, on, we got to so go out there and do it. Speaking of winter and by sports, by we I mean you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you listeners. A uh, little quick wrestling rundown, and uh, we'll be looking after the the Thanksgiving break, going into our first basketball game. Would love to get a bas- full basketball rundown. I won't go into too much depth, but uh, uh, this year returning uh, wrestlers that. Uh, you know, really look to get to the state tournament and, and, and put their names on the wall in the wrestling room. If you are all state or a state champion, you get a mitten on the wall and your picture and your accolades. And um, Grayson Ripmaster, returning regional qualifier, he's ranked 13th in the state, put in a lot of off-season work. Um, he'll return at 112 pounds. Uh, we've got uh, Will Richardson, returning regional qualifier. And then obviously we'll be talking about him uh, in our Hometown Hero segment. But uh, Will... Man, big dude, two hundred sixty-five pounds, six foot five. He's a monster he of a man, and uh, looking to see some good things out of him in his senior campaign. Um, we've got Josh Elzinga and Evan Elzinga, who have put in a lot of time. Josh at one hundred twenty-five pounds, and Evan Elzinga at one hundred seventy-one. Who uh, they they spent a lot of off-season work uh, traveling to Wisconsin and Indiana and Illinois and wrestling at these uh, off-season tournaments. So really excited for them. Uh, senior leadership will be coming out of Arash Korbacha. Arash was one of our most improved wrestlers, and um, he he really excelled last year. Put together um, you know a dozen or so wins with our shortened season. We only had about 20 matches, and um, he he put it in a, a really great season. Juniors Michael Campbell, Trevor Williams, Landon Cook. Uh, at 145, 152, and 160, respectively. Very excited for them. Uh, they, they were waiting in the wings behind guys like Robbie Frazier and, um, you know, Isaac Gurley. So now they're they going to get their time to shine. They're, they're, they're going to get their time to shine. And then uh, Blake Jacobs, another junior who I'm really excited and high on, um, who I think is going to – his uh, his older brother Cade was uh, All-State for us last year. I think uh, Blake, it's his opportunity to really, um, you know, make a name for himself. Uh, Luke Petrowski will be in the mix there at 130 and 135, and um, you know just very excited for uh, some of these guys like a like a uh, Thomas Poplowski who's a freshman, Landon Pecora, another freshman, Ty Ryan. Um, th- these guys uh, uh, coming into the lineup, we're going to need to be refreshed at the at the lower weights. So looking for good things out of them, and then uh, really really uh, excited about this newcomer, David Galloway. His dad was uh, a wrestler out in Iowa at uh, Waterloo East. And uh, so he brings that Iowa work ethic into the wrestling room. David uh, looks to uh, hopefully break into the lineup at 189 or 215, where you've got uh, uh, Alex Korf, you got Andrew Weisskopf, and Ben Poplowski also fighting out for a spot at 189 along with Charlie Radke. And then, uh, of course, you got uh, uh, Michael Frazier and Isaac Spratke also battling it out for a spot at 130, 135. So we've got a lot of great talent coming back. The expectations are high. Uh, we always are set our sights on a district championship and and more. We'd like to get guys to the state tournament. The state tournament is wrestled at Ford Field, and we also have two returning uh, ladies who were on the state who uh, were wrestled at the state tournament last year. One of them a state placer. Ashley Skank, uh, as a freshman, was all state as a freshman. Remy Gavley was a part of the state championship team two years ago, so they are two returning lady wrestlers, and we're looking for uh, you know big things out of them. So. Wrestling team's excited. Our first event is an assembly duel versus Belding 
at Belding High School, we're going to wrestle in front of their student body at 1 p.m. Oh, cool. in the afternoon on December 8th. So, yeah, that's circled on the calendar and very excited about that. Do we ever do that at FHC? We have not done that at FHC. It's one of my goals. I'd love to do that. We should definitely um, do that. We do spotlight duels where we bring in the mat light and uh, we, we try to add that element of mystique to the events. But uh, we've never done an assembly duel, but perhaps that is something that, that we could do in the very near future. So, anyhow, that's that's our wrestling run rundown. And... Uh, you know, very excited about the year ahead. Expectations are high. We're in the very, very tough and rugged OK White with, uh, you know, Lowell and Greenville. Uh, Forest Hills Northern, is, uh, their team is looking tough, Byron Center. So it's very rugged and uh, looking to hopefully, you know, throughout the year, um, you know, make a dent in the OK White. But also we have these really great tournaments like uh, the Coopersville Military Tournament where we honor each branch of the military service. We're at the Kent County Championship at East Kentwood this year on uh, December 18th, and that will be uh, broadcast live on WLHS on the radio, so uh, you can check it out. So anyhow, very excited about that and, and looking forward to uh, the December campaign. So that's our winter wrestling rundown, and we'll be talking basketball next time. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, get in the coach and have him do a little interview with us. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I know that guy. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I've gotten in with him. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's maybe right around can... the corner from me. I'm going to be right. walking past this classroom here in just a second. Um, and now on to our hometown hero segment. Our hometown hero is Will Richardson. He is a senior um, wrestler, football player, track star. Family mom is uh, Mom Patty, who is a teacher in the building, a science teacher in the building. Dad Dan, sister Alyssa, um, who also came through FHC. Uh, Will came to FHC in fifth grade, and he was an all-conference football player, all-region football uh, this past fall. He will be uh, playing and playing at and attending Saginaw Valley State University on, on scholarship, and he is a, a candidate for wrestling team captain. We haven't voted on those yet, but he's a candidate. He played varsity track. Not play. He ran uh, through on varsity track and uh the interesting thing about will is he'll likely have eight or more varsity letters when it's all said and done awesome. which is quite impressive and his favorite memory in ranger country is summer workouts with the team which uh will always he, he's a hard worker tough dude so really that's that's fitting of his character and his teacher shout out is miss styles so hometown hero will richardson we appreciate you and your positive attitude he's very uplifting he's great with the young younger athletes and uh certainly one of the hardest workers and, and just a just a really good representation of what we do here in ranger country so thank yeah. you will i gotta say i've had will i had him as a freshman and i have him this semester i'll be sad at the end of this semester because as a senior uh, the senior English offerings are only a semester long and so he won't be in my class next semester but it's been an absolute pleasure to have during fifth hour uh, he and Rosie Arias and uh, Will Gustafson, uh, Luke Gustafson, yeah, Luke, uh, sits by. they all sit by my desk and we chat every day, and it's really nice to have those guys. They're really uh, down-to-earth guys. In particular, Will, uh, he's just a really good guy. Like He's the kind of guy that doesn't have an issue sitting down and talking to an adult and carrying on an intelligent no. conversation. Yeah. He's genuinely interested in what's going on in your life. Um, he's just a really good kid. And I remember in ninth grade, he was a... He was a good kid then too. He's a little he was a little flaky back then, so it's good to see that the maturity oh, has really set definitely. in. He he's really growing up um, to be much like his parents, and that is a compliment in my eyes. Yeah, so. Will Will is really really developed into a fantastic young man. Very proud of him in the wrestling ranks. Um, it, it's one of those things where every team loves to have a big bad heavyweight. It's really good. So I. I like our lineup because we have Grayson Ripmaster down low and that kind of gets the lineup started and they come out and they're a hammer of the team. And I really feel like um, Will is our anvil. 
He is the anvil. He is just like the rock and the bedrock of our team. And it's really great to send out a big monster of a human being onto the mat as our last guy on the mat. And uh, Will Will's a closer. I'm happy to, to happy to have him in our ranks. And he really made us proud on the football field uh, this year at O line and um, and on defense. And so yeah, Will Will's turned out to be a great young man. And uh, really thrilled to see his career unfold at, at Saginaw Valley State. And his uh, parents will you know get to go to a lot of those games next fall. So. Thank you, Will. Very, very cool. Thank you, Will. And uh, our range of recommendations, kind of circling back, very much recommend uh, Tinsel Trolley and Treats and the Aided Chili and Beer Festival on December 3rd and 4th, respectively. If you haven't gone to those, um, put it in your calendar you now. Definitely Mark should. it down. And uh, what I recommend is grab a backpack of snacks for that, that Friday night. Grab a backpack of snacks. Make sure you have water on you. Kids are always, they always say, you know, Dad, Mom, I want the water or juice boxes, whatever, make sure you have snacks and, and beverages in your backpack and uh, just walk around and have a great time. Get there at a, at a reasonable time. There's parking available. And then the next day um, for the parade, you can park it anywhere um, there in Ada and, and, and anywhere is a great spot. Um, walk over to the, uh, the, the community church where you can hop into the tent. I would highly recommend pre-ordering your tokens or tickets. You can go online, and I believe the link is on the Ada Village um, website, so you can pre-order your tokens. That way you bypass the long line uh, getting the tokens, and then you can walk right in. And it's John, a veteran John, move right there. It's a veteran move, yeah. And then um, this year you can uh, come up and see John and I wandering the tent, tasting the beer and chili. So yeah, make, that's sure, you, make sure you find us, shake our hands, and uh, you know, crush a cup of wine with us. Yes, Absolutely. Um, so that's our recommendations, unless you had any others, John. No, no, I'm good, Brad. This is a short episode. We're running. We're getting close to the wire for we're our. Getting close uh, to first hour. Yep. Students walking in. Our shout-outs this week are to Mike Larue. Mike Larue, and uh, we've talked about Mike. Mike likes to send us pictures from. He's like, I'm Show listening. Where he's listening. I'm listening to your podcast. Here's where I am. It's like a beautiful sandy beach with the waves crashing so mike you know he deserves uh, it he, he definitely does he mike, earned that uh, spot on that beach mike legendary teacher and legendary principal administrator and, and union and rep, union he, rep. Did everything. Uh, he did everything and uh you know one of my all-time favorite human beings from this district and just uh incredibly impactful human being and can't say that enough he's a legend here uh we still talk about him and um you know, thank you for all that you've done, and, and glad that you're you're listening. Uh, shout out to my mom, Kathy Anderson. She does not miss an episode. She listens to the entire episode. I think she's responsible for you know a couple hundred of those downloads on there. And I uh, appreciate you, mom, uh, tuning in and uh, you know being one of the biggest supporters in Ranger Country. And I wanted to do a special shout out to our listenership in Brussels and Dublin. Would you get a hold of us, please? B Anderson at fhps.net. J O Fisher at, at fhps.net. If you are in Brussels, if you are in Dublin, we see you downloading. Yeah, we this. want to know who's repeatedly yeah. downloading and listening to our podcast over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, this we're is, fascinated. We're, yeah, we are absolutely fascinated, and we want to touch base with you and just kind of hear why you're. We're glad you're tuning in, but why are you tuning yeah. in? Are you what uh, is intriguing what is your, about Western Michigan uh, high school life to you? That's I mean, maybe you're maybe you're connected to. Ranger country in some yeah. way and if, if so we want to know if not that's cool too uh yeah. send us something from brussels <laughs> yes we want it we want something from brussels okay shout outs for you john yeah oh big shout out uh christy swayze our athletic secretary i just want to throw it out I'll there double down on that. she has made the entire year better simply by existing she works harder than anybody else i know she's amazing and every time i see her she's got a smile on her face and she's laughing and every time i see her my day gets a little bit better so shout out to you christy swayze you're amazing Number one, this is Ranger Country listener this week.
Yes, and she does. She she is a subscribed listener, and we really appreciate her tuning in. I will second that. Um, Christy has done an incredible job. She's very helpful. She's all around the building. She's moving fast and uh, very thorough and really, really appreciate her positive energy here in Ranger Country. So, John, I'm excited. We are a few hours away, and and, and I think the phrase – in the in the teaching ranks is we got this and we do we got this what are you doing today in well class? my my poor poor juniors actually have to work on an sat essay the seniors are coasting into the break on a book clubs where they have to read a, a chapter and talk about it each of them but my juniors they actually got some work to do so Ooh. you know gird your loins people it's time <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get your work done because that sat is in the offing and we got to be ready for it so we talked about this before and off air the teacher um teacher tidbits i don't know or advice i'm breaking my class up into 10 minute chunks you know doing the old 10 minute chunk class we're going to do a motivation motivational clip for 10 minutes we're going to do a, a world history a cultural supplement video for 10 minutes and we're going to do a quiz game for 10 we're just chunking it up today trying to get through the hour you're going to also, keep them active and engaged. keep them active and engaged and try to have some fun with them try to learn and review it's basically a review day and uh, trying to make our time worthwhile and and have them leave with a smile on their face instead of uh, watching the clock uh, tick by. So anyhow, a lot of fun to be had today at FHC, but uh, very much looking forward to the Thanksgiving break. John, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Favorite Thanksgiving dish? Favorite Thanksgiving dish? What what, what, what do you look forward to? Stuffing. Stuffing. Now, I I myself make an amazing pumpkin pie, like a pumpkin pie cheesecake kind of a thing. Uh, it's great, and people have asked for the recipe. I'm not trying to brag, but it, you know, I did kind of create it a little bit. Um, but every time I see homemade stuffing, uh, that is probably the one of the least healthy dishes at Thanksgiving. But you know what? Thanksgiving isn't about uh, counting carbs. It's not about health. No. It's about uh, enjoying the moment. And even this season where not everybody's going to visit family, some people are traveling far and away, and some people are staying isolated for you know reasons. But uh, you know, it's just a good opportunity to sit down with the people you can be with and be thankful. And I am thankful for my family. I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for Ranger Country, and I am thankful for homemade stuffing. <laughs> uh, so mine is mashed potatoes and gravy. I, I'm a mashed potatoes and gravy guy. I could take or leave the turkey. Turkey's great, but mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. And I'm with you. Pumpkin pie with some whipped cream on top. And I am I am done done on on the couch and watching football. And that's yes, it. Sir. That's all she wrote. So John, have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you and your family really enjoy. I hope to all of you in Ranger Country, safe travels. Hope you enjoy um, the the Lions game against the Bears on Thursday. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, hey. We shall see. We shall see. So enjoy your Thanksgiving, and we'll we'll see you back here. We'll have a winter sports update. We're going to get Kyle Carhart here in the studio. We're going to talk basketball, uh, Ranger Ball preview. We'll have more info on the uh, the holidays to come. And until then, do three things for me. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight. Rangers, I want you to go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world, and I want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow people. Be thankful. Enjoy the time that you have with the people in your lives that matter the most, uh, and just have a great weekend. Take care, Rangers.